0: Come on this journey with me. Each week, when you join me, we are going to chase down our goals, overcome adversity, and set you up for a better tomorrow. Ready for my process. Hi, and welcome back. I'm so glad you're back here with me this week. Okay, so we've got a lot of new listeners, which I'm super grateful for. By the way, when you share the show, when you share it on social media, when you share the link with a friend or with people you think can benefit from the show, it helps me so much. No one succeeds alone in this world. That includes your girl, me, and I really appreciate when you share the show with anyone that you think can benefit from it, It, it's truly so helpful. So thank you so much. And we've actually recently been charting really, really well on Apple Podcasts. We've been top 20 business shows on the charts and top 10 on the entrepreneur chart. So I'm super grateful for for you sharing, tagging me, posting about it. I always repost whenever I see it and, and I'm so, so grateful. And as always, you can send me questions. You know, DM me on any social media, go to heathermonahan.com, my website. You can fill out a contact me form and tell me what questions you have. I'd love to answer your questions, love to support you any way that I can. Okay, so since we have a lot of new listeners right now, I want to get into a story that some of you have already heard. I hope to share it in a little bit more updated variation today that... I'm hoping will encourage you. I hope that it will make you feel hopeful and really start to think about the possibilities and potential for you, for change in your life, to dream bigger than you've ever dreamed, to go for more, and to know that it is absolutely possible and probable for you if you're willing to step into the unknown. Okay, so here's where I came up with this idea. I actually, I'm recording this on Easter Sunday and I was at church this morning with my son and we go to VU Church, which is an incredible church and you don't have to be in Miami to go to VU. You can catch VU online, but anytime my son has basketball and we can't go, I always watch um, the service online. It's really just incredible. And like anything, right, you have to find your home, your place, your people. This is definitely my place and people. And what's interesting is we only found them in May of last year. And the profound impact it's had on my life, on my son's life, has been nothing short of miraculous, truly. And so I share that in hopes that you realize sometimes small changes, like finding a new church, right, can really completely change the way you see things, can open totally new doors for you can allow you to begin to heal in ways you hadn't healed before or think in ways that you hadn't, or begin praying in ways you hadn't. You just never know what potential is out there, what massive opportunity could be ahead of you. until you start asking yourself those questions, what is it that I'm missing? What am I lacking in my life? What am I not happy with? You know, what are those possibilities or opportunities that we could be sleeping on right now? and let's stop sleeping on them. So for me, you know, finding our headquarters in Miami in regards to a church that was a fit for us had not come easily. And we started asking around, asking people, and it became very clear that VU um, was something that people were huge fans of. And I said, well, let's give it a shot. The worst thing that happens is we, we try it one Sunday, and it wasn't the right fit for us but you never know that could be getting you closer to one that is. It turns out it was the right fit for us immediately. We knew it. It was incredible. And now we, we share that story with our friends in hopes that they can give it a shot too to see how amazing the church can be in your life when you find the right church with the right people. Okay, so it's Easter Sunday we were at this incredible Mass at Boo, which I was so excited to be at because my son plays basketball a lot now on the weekends, and there's many a time that we're not able to make it to church live, which is, it's so exciting. It's so fun. And P.S., if you don't have things that you're lit up about that are exciting and fun on your horizon, you've got to start scheduling some for us. Definitely going to church is one of them, seeing friends that we love, doing fun things, going to events, whether it be the heat game or even for me, just going for a run outside is something I always look forward to, make sure you're scheduling things on your calendar that really excite you and light you up because then you always have something to look forward to and it just changes your perspective and energy on any given day. So we were in great moods heading to church today and they did not disappoint. An incredible mass and the amount of work that goes in. Wow, it just reminds me, you know, No one succeeds alone. It takes a massive team of people to put together a mass like what we in a service, like what we saw today and and the amount of work and preparation, you know, just even from our pastor, it's incredible and just really eye-opening to remember, yes, there are people that are more successful than you or me out there, but 99.9% of the time they are working so hard to make it happen, right? If success was easy, everybody would have it the facts are you've got to put the reps in, right? You've got to show up and put the reps in. And sometimes you put the reps in and you get redirected to something bigger. And that takes a pause moment, a break moment for you, which is definitely what happened in my life. But, you know, I just wanted to share today where today is Easter Sunday. You won't hear this on Easter Sunday. You'll, you'll hear us a few days later. You know, it was just an incredible service to remember, you know, all that Jesus Christ went through for, for us, for for our sins. And no, no one knew he was being resurrected, right? There was this it, it just it's one of these great incredible stories of renewal and rebirth. And you don't know that next miracle that's coming. And it was just, wow, you know, my cup runneth over today, hearing this message and just being. So blessed to have been there in person to hear the message, but then just so grateful for the church, so grateful for Jesus, just so grateful for it all. So I'm not going to give you a sermon. Clearly, I am not a pastor, but did want to share that with you. That it was really an incredible, uplifting experience in hope and love and the love that God has for you. So God loves you no matter where you are in your life, no matter how you feel about you. I hope you know that you are not alone and God loves you. and so much more. And our listeners will receive 35% off Taylor Brands LLC formation plans using this link, taylorbrands.com slash confidence. That's T-A-I-L-O-R-B-R-A-N-D-S.com slash confidence. So get started today with Taylor Brands. I was thinking about all of The new listeners that we have, and thinking about rebirth and renewal, and you know, just reminded me of my own journey over the last five years, which has been crazy. And just to back it up for anyone that doesn't know the story, I grew up poor in Worcester, Massachusetts. Um, My mom was a single mom with four kids. She worked three jobs. There was times we were on food stamps definitely not an idyllic childhood. Um, It was a really tough childhood, actually. However, you know, I started working when I was nine or 10 years old, and I developed a really strong work ethic. So there's so many blessings along the way, you know, whether it was when I was waiting tables or bartending or (laughs) paper route, I was learning customer service and sales expertise. So by the time I graduated college, gosh, I had had so many jobs and had really developed a very strong work ethic. I mean, literally stronger than most people I've ever met, but also doing all those different jobs taught me so many different things, putting myself in different environments, putting myself in different situations. And again, I know a lot of people would look at that and say, oh, it sounds awful. And believe me, there were some days it wasn't so great, but I'm grateful for it now when I look back. And you always have to remember this. You can't connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect them looking back. So now I'm able to look back and see that, challenge and struggle as such a gift, which it really was for me. So I took that sales expertise and that work ethic, went to work at the Gala Winery as soon as I graduated college, became a top seller my first year. I just simply outworked everybody, which if anyone tells you that's not a strategy, oh, don't sleep on that one. It definitely is, especially in this day and age, by the way. I feel like people are lazier than ever. You can totally outwork people and leapfrog right over them. Um, if you don't know what your strategy is yet, lean into that one, and you'll start learning so much from the experience, and you'll start developing expertise, and then you can start promoting your brand. There's so many different things you can do. It's so exciting. Okay, so cut to – I was in the Gallo Winery. I was the number one sales rep in the company. I became the youngest sales manager in the state. I was promoted – And immediately, my new boss started hitting on me. It was a horrible feeling. And at that point in time, I was not very confident. I was young, I was 22, 23 years old. And I started blaming myself and just feeling bad about, you know, why was this happening to me? And why was I getting picked on? And, anyways, I ended up quitting. Did nothing about the situation. I told the owner what was going on, but I just walked out. I said, this is not for me. This is not how I want to live my life. And I ended up finding my way to a networking event with my then-boyfriend, and I was sat at a table with a man I didn't know, started chatting him up, because you got to get out there and meet people. And immediately, he said, you need to work for me. And I said, you can't afford me. And the next thing you know, I went to work for Wilkes Broadcasting, literally like the next day. And I became his top sales rep in a year. And then my boyfriend cheated on me. Uh, Mic drop moment. Uh, Again, it's not rejection. It's redirection, people. And truly it was. It felt like a heck of a rejection at the time. But it was an incredible redirection. I would have never left Worcester, Massachusetts had that man not cheated on me. So I'm so grateful to him. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I took that rejection I redirection. I went to work. I uh, was a train wreck. And my boss said to me, who was my mentor at the time? He said, hey, what's wrong with you? And I told him. And he said, why don't you jump on a plane with me? I'm going to make you my partner. I'd already worked for him for a year and become his top seller. So he knew that what he was getting in regards to talent and work ethic and whatnot. And he said, I'll make you my equity partner. We're going to buy this company for 25 million. You're going to run it and you're going to accelerate revenue as fast as you can. And we're going to sell it. And I'm going to make you a very rich young young lady. And I said, great, let's get on the plane. And I would have never done that if I hadn't just had my heart broken. So it's weird, you know, these, life-changing moments that seemed devastating at the time. You just don't know what blessing is going to come out of it yet. And this was a huge blessing. And I jumped on a plane with my then boss, my then partner, and he dropped me off in Saginaw, Michigan, which is like, I never, I don't even know where Michigan was probably on the map. As horrifying as that is, it's probably true. And I moved into an apartment and we bought this $25 million company. I ran it for just under three years, and we sold it for $55 million. Now, here's what's interesting. During that time, so many of my friends were getting married. Everyone was in their mid-20s to late 20s. Everyone's getting married, some having babies, and I was in the grind hard. I never went on vacation. I worked seven days a week. You know, That's what I needed to do to sell that property. So that was a, a really focused, challenging time in regards to you know, not really having, it was very linear and not social. It was just business. But I did really, really well, um, made a lot of money at a young age. And that sale for, you know, a 30 million profit really put my name on the map in the media business. So again, you're going to need to sacrifice sometimes if you want to get ahead. It's just, it is what it is, right? So people aren't dropping blessings on your doorstep every day. Sometimes they might be. That wasn't the case for me back then. But you know, you might have to put your nose to the grindstone. You might have seasons where you have to really work your tail off to develop that expertise, so that you can get those new opportunities. And that's what happened for me. So I then, because I had earned my stripes, people wanted to hire me, and so I flew to um, Naples, Florida at the time, and started working for a publicly traded company. At that point in time, I. I took a step backwards. I took a smaller job, smaller role for a lot less money because I saw the bigger opportunity on the horizon. And sometimes you have to do that. Sometimes you have to move backwards before you can leap forward. And in many ways, that was a great decision. So I became the number one operator in their company within six months. And once I had done that, I had seen a bigger picture idea in my mind. There was a job that didn't exist that I knew needed to exist. Nobody else saw it, but I saw it. And so if people say to you, oh, you can't think you're the only person that thought of that idea, or that job doesn't exist, you can't go for it, that is not true. Maybe that's true for them does not have to be true for you and it wasn't true for me. So people told me that you can't pitch that. That's crazy. And I said, well, you know, crazy is me, I guess. So I'm going to pitch it. So I went face to face with the president of the company. I pitched him on my idea of VP of sales and why it was going to make him millions and millions of dollars, make the the shareholders so happy, drive stock price. You know, I-, I talked him through all of the advantages that we would bring to the table and materialize and how it was such a win for him. And he declined. So when I went back to work the next day, I just started dialing companies. I thought, okay, I, didn't, I wasn't married then. I, I did not have a child then. And I was only renting. I be, Yeah, I was only renting a home back then, I believe. Maybe I had bought a home then. I don't remember. Anyhow, irrelevant. I wasn't tied to that marketplace. I could leave. And so I found another job, a much bigger job, back in Boston, And before I would sign the papers, I said, let me just have one meeting. And I went to meet with that president of the company again. I said, have you rethought my pitch? And he said, no. And I said, well, then I'm here to resign. And that's when he stepped out of the restaurant, came back in and said, I'd like to offer you the newly created VP of sales position. And I said, where did you just go? And he said, well, I had to go call my dad, the CEO. I couldn't make that decision on my own. And I learned such an important lesson that day. Never take a no from someone who can't give you a yes. And so I ended up sticking with him. He created that job. I I passed on the Boston job. And then I pitched the company that I was now VP of sales for for the country, if I could move to Miami, because I did not love living in Naples. And I moved to Miami. I bought a condo in Miami. My life in Miami started and my life as a VP of sales started. And I started traveling every other week around the country. And you know, operating in large markets like LA and New York and doing some huge, huge deals. And, and over a 14-year period, we more than doubled that company's revenue from initially $100 million annually to in excess of $200 million annually when I was fired. When I started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from my mind. Now I'm selling my group coaching on the regular, and it is just so easy, all because I use Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash Monahan, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash Monahan now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash Monahan, no matter what stage you're at, they're going to make it easy. the end of 2017, I was named one of the most influential women in radio. And four weeks later, I was fired when the CEO I had worked for, for 14 years, who had promoted me three times, made me the chief revenue officer of the company. He became ill and he decided to step down and elevate his daughter to replace him. And during that time, she had really become my arch nemesis. I'd known she'd never like me, but I never... In a million years, thought she was going to fire me because I was so good at my job. I had built such a successful team, and we were doing such a killer job. It was just I couldn't fathom it. But yet again, those are those moments. Oh my gosh, it was so painful in the moment. But those are the blessings in disguise that you don't realize. It's not a rejection. It's a redirection to so much something so much bigger that now I realize God was leading me all along this way. I just. Back then I didn't have the faith, I didn't have the clarity, I didn't have the vision, I didn't have the understanding that I do have now. So I'm so incredibly grateful for that. So no matter where you are, if you're in a struggle right now, if you're not sure where you're going or why you just got fired or why something happened, rise above that tiny fixated vision that you might be struggling to hold on to. Let go and begin imagining what else could be out there for you. So a couple of things that happened right when I got fired is I posted online. I've just been fired. If I've ever done anything to help you, I need to hear from you today. That post went viral and landed me on the Elvis Duran show. Halfway through that interview with Elvis Duran, he says to me, well, Heather, obviously you're writing a book. I was not writing a book, right? I had never even thought about writing a book. And I really had to deal with some of my own self-limiting beliefs at that point and, and some of the labels I had hung on to since I was a kid right? I grew up the social one and my sister was the smart one. And I had to decide, you know, maybe I can be the social one and a smart one. Maybe I can let go of these labels all and start living my life lamelessly. And if I want to write a book, maybe I can just write a book. And so I did. So I wrote Confidence Creator in under six months after that conversation with Elvis. And the first week that book came out on Amazon, it trumped Donald Trump for number one on the business biography list. Forbes named it the top 10 books every woman should read in business, last year in 2022, right? so many crazy things happened with Confidence Creator. It was incredible. And then ultimately, I I signed on with HarperCollins Leadership and wrote my second book, Overcome Your Villains, which is a three-step process to overcome any adversity. That was featured in Forbes as well and many other publications. That was a number one bestseller on Amazon and and business and workplace culture. So my books have ended up doing really well. That led me to—I didn't know I'd have a podcast, but I Googled, How Do You Sell Books?, And one of the ways it was said was to create a podcast. So I created a podcast in 2019 and landed Gary Vee as my first guest and interviewed people like Sarah Blakely and Ed Milet and so many incredible guests I'm so grateful for. Would love for you to go back and listen to these episodes. The show has now been in in existence from 2019, which is incredible. But it started with me turning a microphone on on day one, having no idea what I was doing. And all of these things I'm walking you through right now, I had no idea I had it within me didn't know if it would pan out. And so many things didn't pan out, right? I met with so many brands. I worked on a skincare deal that didn't pan out. I've met with HSN five different times about different product lines and bringing it to life that has not fallen that has not come to materialize yet, right? Yet. I don't know what the future will hold, but I know I'm just going to keep getting back up and swinging. As long as it aligns with who I am, as long as it can add value in some way to somebody else's life, I want to keep creating. And listen, it's always easy to say, oh, that's easy for you. That's not for me. No, it's scary and it's unknown. And I, I just, I'm in the process right now of launching my first mastermind ever. And that's a whole new business for me. And every time I jump into a new business, I want to over deliver f- for people. I want to do the most incredible job for people. And I know there's a lot that I need to learn on how to market the products. And, and I really immerse myself in it, which can be super stressful, but can also be really, really exciting. So you have to be willing to take that leap into the unknown and to just trust that while we might not have the answers today, we trust and believe in ourselves to figure it out along the way. And that is the key. That's the key I've learned with successful people. Life doesn't have to be completely linear, and frankly, it shouldn't be because if you're really challenging yourself and stepping into your potential, it's going to be more like an EKG machine all over the place with highs and lows and challenges and learning and getting really great at things and then taking another leap again. Don't just stay in that quote-unquote comfortable place because that truly is death. That truly is not moving forward, not being reborn, not reinventing and reinvigorating yourself. You've gotta be willing to step into that unknown. So during all this time, I launched my public speaking career. I was named in 2020, the top 40 female keynote speaker of the year. And in 2022, I was named the top 50 keynote speaker in the world, which is crazy and incredible. And I'm so honored. But I'll tell you, I have put the reps in. I mean, literally, I have spoken for thousands of companies over the last five years, and I'm so grateful for the opportunities I've been given. But when I tell you the amount of work that's gone into it, it is massive. But if something lights you up, it's all worth it, right? When you get these messages from people that something landed with them or changed their life because of something you created, it suddenly all becomes so worthwhile. I know that I found my passion. I know that I found my path. And it's funny when someone will ask me, oh, when you were a little kid, what did you think you were going to do? When I was a little kid, I wanted to be an actress. And I remember adults telling me, oh, that's a really bad idea because only like 1% of the world actually can do it. You can't do that. You have to do something else. And I thought, oh, okay, I'll get into business then, I guess. But isn't it ironic that now my business is Walking up the steps onto a stage and speaking and delivering a speech. It's kind of crazy, right? It's come full circle. So if you're wondering what your passion and purpose is, maybe start thinking about what are the things that you used to love to do when you were a kid? What are the things that you would love to do today that even if you couldn't get paid for it, you'd love to find a way to make that happen? Take a step outside yourself and really try to look at it and remember what are those times in your life that you were the most happy? What were those things you were doing and who were you surrounding yourself with? You know, I go back to this. It's, it's all about our beliefs, the action we take, and the knowledge we surround ourselves with. Those three things, and that's a three-step process. In my second book, Overcome Your Villains, those are essential to really setting yourself up to reach your potential, to find your purpose and your passion, and stay on that path of constant reinvention and going for more, which is so what I hope for you. In a world full of darkness and people with negativity, be that light, shine your light, even if it looks different than everyone else. Hopefully it definitely does look different than everyone else. I don't want you to be a B-rate version of me. I want you to be a A-plus version of you. And only you know what that can look like. And you might not know what that's even gonna look like today until you start stepping into that possibility, stepping into that unknown. So I hope that gives you a little bit of, of some insight into how wild the ride has been for me in the last five years. And prior to that, you know, I was in the same environment for 14 years and things were very much status quo. So if today for you, things seem status quo, if you don't feel like your light is shining, if you don't feel like the stages you're taking are big enough, it's time for you to take a bigger stage. It's time for you to invest in yourself. It's time for you to go to more. This is your call to action. What is that next thing you can go for? Start speaking these things into existence. Start believing it's possible for you and start surrounding yourself with people that cheer you on and stretch you to go for more instead of trying to hold you back. You are in charge of those decisions. You are in charge of the alternate ending that is ahead of you if you choose to take that pen and rewrite it in because only you can make that happen. And if I haven't shared with you yet my new mastermind, we still have a few seats left. I would love to have you in it. If you are looking to go for more, take your brand to that next level, take the big stages and really step into your confidence. Community is huge. And the 20 people you're going to be surrounding yourself with for the next year are going to guarantee you achieve your goals. And I'm going to be right there with you. Check it out in the show notes below or go to heathermonahan.com and you can apply there. I'd love to have you. Part of my team, part of my crew, ride and die for the next year. Let's do it. All right. Until next week, I hope you keep creating your confidence. You know I will be.